and you could I'll go back in it after it comes up a couple of weeks to a three weeks month and spray it and they'll give it another boost to inoculate it and give it that energy it needs to, to excel and grow even more. So Agrigrow, look it up. I don't know the correct name of the product, but Agrigrow in Dalton, Missouri has these product this product. <laughs> so that's a tip for you. Uh, what I like to do, I, I do not like to drive in my feed plot uh, after the seeds coming up. Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in the early dawn to climb the... Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day? I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move. Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera? On a camera. WiseEyeTechnologies.com. And how do I find out more information about these guys? You go to wiseeyesmartcam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Use WiseEye presents Welcome to American Roots Outdoors. Alex Rutledge via phone from my cabin lodge. Wayne Locke in the studio. Redbone Mike Trace in the studio. Where our show this week is part three, show three of food plotting. So... How to maintain, prepare your bed seed, and what to look for to make sure your seed gets inoculation and the right temperatures, right moisture in the ground, but also taking care of those food plots after the seed's in the ground. We've got a great show lined up for you guys this week, and we're hoping you're enjoying this three-part series. I know I've enjoyed it. Wayne, Redbone? Oh, definitely. I mean, talk about uh, expanding your brain. I mean, the knowledge base that uh, Brad brought last week was just unbelievable. I'm sorry, I was I missed it, uh, being out sick and that. But uh, man, his uh, knowledge, like you, we always say when he's done with the show, you could carry that show on another couple hours, <laughs> still not cover everything. And he, you know, if we could just have uh, his knowledge in the in the pinky of our our, our brain, there it would be, uh, it would just make us so much smarter. But he just, I mean, he's a smart guy. Yeah. Well, when when you live it, that's what you do for a living. That's that's what you know. Yeah. You know, I'm, and and I'm I'm so glad, Alex, that uh, you know it is getting very close to food plot planning time, uh, because that means football season isn't far behind. And as this show airs on Saturday, August the fifth, we are less than two weeks away from the jamborees and three weeks away from the regular season getting started for high school football. Yes, we are. Yes, we are, Redbone, and I'm excited to see what our teams uh, entail, how good they are in our districts. I know some of the teams that we need to be looking at is, of course, Thayer. They're going to have a good team. they got a new quarterback. Let's talk about that real quick. Uh, well, the Harrington kid uh, that uh, played basketball last year, uh, 6'7", he's a big kid, and played football you know, back elementary school age. And he has come out for football and will be the Thayer Bobcat starting quarterback. And, you know, I've seen him at practice, saw him in a couple of scrimmages. He looks pretty good for somebody that hasn't played football since he was like in the fifth grade. But, but again, you know, Friday night lights come on. It gets a little scary. So we'll see where they are. But, uh, yeah, what, what I've seen of the Bobcats, they look like they're going to be much improved over what they were a year ago. 
Well, another team that was uh, in our district, uh, I think two or three of them we need to look out for, it's going to be really good, is uh, Mount Grove, Ava, Houston, and Kabul. Those yeah. teams are going to play good football this year. Yeah, Kabul's going to be a lot better. Kabul. Yeah, Kabul's going to be a lot better. They got pretty much everybody coming back. Their only weakness will be a quarterback. Uh, where they didn't return their starter from last year, but they got the running backs back. The Fleetwood kid will be one of the premier backs in the SCA. And, Alex, I'm telling you right now, the Ava Bears are loaded, loaded, loaded. They got their stud running back. They got hurt first game of the year last year. Uh, he's back, and they say he's looking better than ever. And uh, Ava is going to be really good. I know the Liberty Eagles are going to be really good, too. So that kind of, if you want to circle that date, Ava against Mountain View, Birch Street, Liberty, that, that's going to be the night for some really good football. That's going to be an all-out war, I promise you. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about NFL. The Chiefs. The Chiefs are, you know, a lot of the stuff I'm reading, the Chiefs has picked, again, to possibly make the Super Bowl. Wayne? Well, I mean, you can't discount them unless there's like a major injury to one of their star players, you know, of uh, – uh, yeah, if my homes go it, down. They're, yeah. you know, they're in trouble, but right because unless they got a Tom Brady in the, as a backup <laughs> no, somewhere, and I, I don't mean Tom Brady himself, but I'm saying like the situation that New England had, where their star went down. This no name guy came in, called Tom Brady, and next thing you know, seven Super Bowls later, yeah, you know? he's, he's still in there, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the Chiefs. I don't know if they still got him, but their backup quarterback they had last year that took in when. Over when Holmes got hurt, son, he shined. Don't think he didn't. He was a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm. I'm looking forward to the the Steelers uh, this year and the Pickens Pickett combination that's been going on that started last year. I think they're that's really going to be a a big thing. And he was really shining at the end of the year there. And you know, uh, yep. we'll see how it goes this year. But they're looking pretty strong too. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Hey, Redbone. Yeah, Redbone. Who's the team? Uh, the quarterback from Mississippi. What team is that? My memory is just team with a quarterback from Mississippi. Who uh, was it? They got mad at us because the refs probably made some bad calls. What team was? Oh that? well, since well, since they had Bengals, uh, they have they got the quarterback. He's out LSU, <laughs> the Burrow kid, uh, LSU. Yes, yeah, yes. I know who it was. I'm yep. just having a little fun here, being sarcastic. Yeah, but yeah, he's from LSU, not Ole Miss. And he's a good player, but he got hurt the other day. Yep, I saw that. Got carted off on the I cart. Yeah, but they they think he'll be ready by the first of the season. So. Well, he's the real deal. Well, absolutely, I think is. we need to watch out. We need to watch out for Cincinnati. They're going to be good. Yep, and Buffalo will be too. Yeah. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah. No a lot of young studs. Uh, I want to say this before we go to a break. Here, my wise eyes uh, really made me smile today. They make me smile every day, but. Really made me smile when I saw one hen with seven poults today, and the poults are almost as big as the hens. Oh, wow. Uh, the mama hen. So that was a good sign. It made me happy. Now, Alex, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, you being a turkey guy, I mean, not so much. Can you tell with poults, I mean, just from seeing them on camera or, you know, glassing them at, at this young an age, can you tell which ones are, are male, which ones are female? Is there any indication on a poult? You can. You can. The jakes are usually darker in color, closer to a black bronze color, and the hens are a brown buff color. And the heads of the jakes have more color, distinct colors. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, so, so that so those traits should the, be the beard extruding from the chest. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so those traits have should a be nub sticking out there. Yeah. Okay. So those traits they should be visible now then, as old as they're getting. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it depends when they're hatched. You know, this the birds that I saw in this photo and I posted on my Facebook. It uh, they they was born early, early, probably in okay. April, end of April, oh, end wow. of April. Yeah. That being said, everybody, I want to make this full go uh, mention of this REMES River Masters Elite Series is holding its second annual tournament at Donovan, Missouri, this coming Saturday, seven o'clock to four o'clock. Uh, you got to have must have a top five finish in any bass tournament that you may have fished in. could be a lake tournament or river tournament. You must show proof that you've qualified, made a top five. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. HP is $100, membership $100. If we have 20 members that fish Saturday, the payback is $2,000. The River Masters does not keep one red cent of the entry fees that is put up. All the money goes back to the top five winners. We also are going to be doing some giveaways, drawings, giveaways for buck grit stuff, uh, wise eye stuff. And also, we're going to give away seven fishing rod and wheel combos to seven kids Saturday at Donovan, Missouri, at the park, River Access, in a drawing for seven kids. There's going to be seven kids that's going to be smiling ear to ear, Wayne. Yeah, I saw a picture of the rods in that, and, man, they look pretty nice. They are. They're very nice, and I must give a shout-out to Jim Santa. Uh, he's also an RMS member. He went out and spent uh, money out of his own pocket and donated four more fishing poles, rod and reel combos. Also, a shout-out to Craig Stoker, an RMS member that went and bought uh, 10 hats, and he donated all those hats to be uh, sold to help raise money for Rivermaster so we can buy scales and equipment that we need for the weigh-ins. But that, that being said, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about part three of how to look for the right conditions to plant that seed and make sure you get the right germination how to take care of those food plots after it's coming up out of the ground don't go away we'll be right back with more american reach outdoors right after this hi everybody this is aaron tippin and you're listening to my old buddy alex rutledge with american roots outdoors and good friends wishing on some love i've been on a big board for a while like load him in the back of my truck we can take it to a holler Hey, Redbone, did you hear about that new deer feed? What new deer feed? Hey, Buck Grits, boys. You ain't heard of that yet? Buck Grits. Buckgrits.com. Well, tell us about it. What makes it better than any other deer feed? Well, Buck Grits has got the protein a deer needs. It's got the fat a deer needs. It's got the amino acids. It's got the energy. It's got it all, brother. It's going to well, bring them back after the rut, and it's going to put a rack on their head. And it's going to help the lactate and doe, I assume, too, after they have the fawns. That's right. Keep the fawns going and get them for the next crop. Well, where can I get Buck Grits? buckgrits.com you can get a sample you can order it directly from the website and we're coming to a retailer near you if you want to help a deer herd use buck grits across the creek up a big old hill year after year morning the ammunition presents welcome back to american reach outdoor segment two of our show part three show three of food plotting. We had Brad Dole on last week. And as Wayne and Redbone discussed, and we discussed in the first segment of the show, 
man, he brought so much knowledge to the table. And Brad's not going to be able to make the show today, but I did send a text out to Brad. Brad's on a, a trip, a meeting soybean farmers or some kind of meeting. And I said, Brad, what do you want me to emphasize on, on this segment of the show? He said, Alex, I think it's crucial to anybody that plants fruit plots, pay attention to the weather forecast, make sure the soil has got moisture in it when you plant that seed, red bone, white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we've always talked about, you know, when to plant, look at the weather, see what the weather's just done and what's ahead. And uh, last thing you want to do is, I mean, I'm not, let's take a look. If we looked at last month and put it into September, you would not want to plant. Yeah. You know, if you had just had two weeks of 90 degree weather and you look at the, the uh, forecast and you got no chance of rain for the next, you know, seven to 10 days, you're just wasting your money putting seed down. Unless you got a huge yeah. sprinkler system. Yeah. And wasting your time. Yeah, I think, uh, of course, of course, Brad, right? I mean, he's the expert. But, yeah, if you don't have rain in the immediate future, there's no need to put that seed in the ground. Right. Yeah, what happens, guys, I'm, I, and I just want to touch on this, if you go out and break your dirt up and it's just a powdery form, there's no moisture in there, what he's saying is that the seed will not germinate. Mm-hmm. Not all the seed will germinate because it's got to have that moisture. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much common sense. But uh, what I like to do is I pay attention to the calendars, uh, weather, and go by the weather. Uh, if I'm going to break plant a food plot, what I want to do is go in and, and mow all my fields down. Sometimes I spray them and kill all the weed vegetation out that's there and come back in and turn it under. Uh, some people use a disc. Some use a plow and a disc uh, or a spring tooth then a plow and a disc to break it all up to make it a, a great bed source for them, for the seed that you're going to plant. So that's crucial. Uh, if you go back and just break dirt and you mow it down and you've got clover there, some of that clover will come back, red bone, plain. Yeah. But that's why it's important to go back and reseed. Every year we reseed on my food plots here at my farm, and so does Wayne. And we plant the Eagle Seed Smorgasport. You know, uh, this, what we do is let our Eagle Seed Sporting Sports grow up through the summer months, and we don't mow it. We let it shade to cover the clover, and deer and turkey eat in it year, all throughout the summer. And that's what we've done. If you keep your pastures mowed down really short, it actually makes it harder, especially in dry, dry weather when you're not getting rain. It can actually kill out your clover. So that's why we sh- let it shade. Wayne? Oh, I mean, without a doubt. I mean, you need that height for shade because uh, otherwise your clover is just going to burn out sitting in the sun. You know, again, I'm going to go back to look at the last month. We had uh, Redbone, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it like 66 days without no measurable rain? Something like around that. Um, well, it depends on where you were. But, but yeah, the, the, there was a period during the summer where the, the rain was very, the showers were very few and far between. Right. And, and so, you know, if you had... Like uh, Alex said, you're, you cut, you're, you mowed your stuff down all the time. The, the clover's just baking in that sun, and yep. that's why you got brown fields. Well, it's, just like, it's just like in your yard. If you mow your yard really short and it gets really hot, if you've got clover in your yard, you're going to notice, well, I got bare spots. What happened to my clover? Right. It's, it's the same principle. Yeah. Yep. Same principle. So now we got our seed in the ground. The moisture's there. The seed's coming up. Now, what a lot of people like to do, is after it comes up, say, a couple of weeks or whatever, they like to go back in and spray it with some kind of liquid fertilizer. 
And I've been hearing a lot of hype and a lot of good talk about a product over in the Donovan area called AgroGrow. It's a liquid fertilizer. And you could, I'll go back in it after it comes up a couple of weeks to a three weeks month and spray it. And it'll give it another boost to inoculate it and give it that energy it needs to, to excel and grow even more. So AgroGrow, look it up. I don't know the correct name of the product, but AgroGrow in Donovan, Missouri has these product, this product. <laughs> So that's a tip for you. Uh, what I like to do, I, I do not like to drive in my food plots uh, after the seeds coming up because if you get tire marks on it and stuff, uh, you can uh, actually kill out some of the vegetation that's coming up. So I don't recommend driving in your food plots. If you do drive in the food plots for UTV, uh, you don't want to be cutting donuts or trying to spin your tires. Uh, just go real easy in these food plots and spray them with a sprayer. Uh, what I do, uh, he also said to suggest to everybody, uh, this time of year, a great fertilizer is 50, 50, 50 to plant with your smorgasbord. If you can find that 50, 50, 50 is what you want to use in the smorgasbord food plots. All right. So Alex question right here, uh, you know, are you going to want to put the 50, 50, 50 on, uh, even if you did go in pre-planting and got your pH right and maybe put fertilizer in the ground at that time? I mean, do you want to go then, you know, say a month later and re-fertilize? Well, you can re-fertilize. You can top dress with it as well when it comes up. Okay. Again, you want to pay attention to your calendars. But I plant my seed. We break the dirt. We go in in a buggy, spread the seed or spreader, go back and spread uh my fertilizer and lime mixed together a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And you want to use the 50-50-50, but after it starts coming up, you can also go back at some light-type vehicle and spread 50-50-50 on top of the vegetation your food plot is coming up. But you want to, again, pay attention to the calendar when the rain's coming. When that rain comes, it's going to help uh, break that fertilizer down and, you know, it'll Mm -hmm. go into the ground around the seed. And if you're using a liquid fertilizer, as some people do, you're going to want to make sure, you know, mix it with some kind of a um, like a dish soap or something like that, because that'll help uh, make it adhere to the uh, the leaves and that uh, of your fresh plants that are coming up. So it'll it'll stay on there. It'll feed them. It'll have time to absorb it. And also pay attention when you're putting your spray down too um, for your fertilizer. You don't want to spray in the middle of the day and burn your plants out. So you want to put like Dove dish soap? Yep. In it? Really? Yep. Because that'll it, it, it acts like a. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. It begins with S. I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, saffron, saccharin. Try, it, yeah, it, what it does, it, it just helps it collect and hold the yeah. fertilizer yeah. to the stems of the grass or legumes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the, for those of us that like to, to smoke meat, uh, it's like putting mustard on your ribs before you put your rub on. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Exactly right. Exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. All right. So, and you know, you know what I know? Now all of a sudden I want ribs. <laughs> you know what I found out about Dove dish soap? It doesn't taste anywhere near as good as Dove chocolate. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, well, we need to go to a break. We'll be back more American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and his friends in a moment. Hey, y'all, it's Tyler Farr, and you're listening to my good buddy, Mr. Alex Rutledge, on American Roots Outdoors. In my old pair of hunting boots, passed on down, planted deep in the ground, around your heart, so you never gotta worry. 
Hey guys, it's food plot planting time here in the Ozarks and all across the country. What are you planting this year, Wayne? I'm going to put some smorgasbord in with a whole lot of clover. You're going to put some extra clover in it. What? Smorgasbord? What is smorgasbord? Man, it is a variety of annuals and perennials that will get you through fall time, winter time, and all the way into spring. It's awesome. You want to plant healthier food plots to track all kinds of game? Go to www.eagleseed.com. It's a smorgasbord. You know, we all get tired of certain things. The smorgasbord has everything. Your deer will love it. Eagleseed.com. American Roots. Eagle Seed presents Welcome Back to American Roots Outdoors, segment three of part three, show three of food plotting. And I just want to say to all of our listeners out there, right now is a good time to get your rifles out and do some target shooting. Uh, I know we got a lot of listeners that reload, and we encourage you to support a Hornady ammunition. They have all kinds of reloading equipment. They also make the most accurate, deadly, dependable bullets on the market out there. So today and throughout the summer, if you get time to shoot, you need to do some shooting, do some rifle shooting. Uh, I'm really wanting to get into this reload. Wayne, mm-hmm. Redbone. I've never got into it full force. Yeah, I've never reloaded. I have a lot of friends that, go uh, ahead. I was saying, I never reloaded rifles, uh, which, because I never had used to in, in in Ohio, but down here I definitely, uh, if you start reloading, I'm going to start heading over to your place. <laughs> but I used to reload my shotgun uh, stuff all the time oh, because yeah. when I was on the Skeet League and that, you know, even back then when, you know, ammunition was cheaper, it's still way cheaper to, you know, reload right. your own. Yeah. It and was all, fun. Yeah. And to kind of back that thought up, Alex, uh, if people, if you're needing to buy ammunition, probably is, now is a good time to go to the Hornady website and get that stuff ordered. It is. You know, when you, you order off the website, it saves you some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, great the, time before, you know, the big bus. Well, before the big started. rush. You know, get your yeah. order then before the big rush. And, uh, you know, while you're while you're thinking of it today, you should order your ammunition from Hornady.com right now. Yeah, and they're, and they're back yeah. up on some calipers right now because I was yeah. just uh, talking not too long ago to one of the uh, reps from uh, Hornady there, and she was saying that uh, – some of their most popular ammunition, because with the war going on and that, they've had to, you know, reallocate some yeah. of the stuff that they're doing, which means that some of your most popular, you know, hunting rifle rounds are a little short supply right now. So if you see them, grab them. Get them yeah. All right, so Alex, as we, yeah. as we talk about food plotting, we kind of got off subject there just a little bit. That's okay, because that's, it was a great reminder yeah. to people, now's the time to start shooting and making sure you got plenty of ammo. And uh, for the bow hunters especially, time to start shooting the bows. Make sure you're tuned. I was at Monty's Outdoors in West Plains uh, earlier this week, and there were four or five people in there had their bows. So, you know, people are starting to think about it. So get after it. Uh, but back to food plotting here. Uh, different people have different tastes as far as what they want to plant. And I, I know that, you know, with American Roots, Everybody plants the uh, a smorgasbord, but there are other options out there from Eagle Seed if people want to make other choices. There is. There is. And I tell you, a lot of people like to create their own blends, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know in Bergstria, most of the guys here, they, they like to go to the co-op store down here and put in radishes, turnips, uh, clovers, and winter wheat. 
You know, winter wheat, everybody plants winter wheat, and it's an attractant, and it will help the deer. There's protein, there's fat content in it. But uh, the reason we support and we promote and we use uh, smorgasbord because it has a, a stronger variety of legumes and yep. annuals perennial. And we feel that this blend that we created four or five years ago uh, does more for your, your deer and creates a healthier deer herd than just what wheat will. We have oats in it. We've got kale. Uh, it's an awesome blend. Yeah, and it also and carries over into the spring for your turkeys. It does. And it, it, it's, it's been, and Brad said this, because Alex, it's our number one seller. Mortgage boards are number one we created. He couldn't believe it. Just, we I sold over 3,000 pounds of it from here at my house last year. Wow. And this year, the goal is to sell 4,000 pounds of it. And Wayne and I will go down here within a week or two, and we'll go pick up a load of it. If anybody wants any of it, uh, we're not to take from any dealers in our area because we don't want to bother our dealers. But anybody in the Berkshire area wants to buy smorgasbord, we're going to have it here in a couple of weeks for everybody to, to have access to, and we'll take care of you right here. Yeah, you can just send us a message on Facebook or uh, any of our social media sites and uh, you know get signed up for getting a bag. Just reserve a spot. I tell you, one of my biggest customers last year buying it is Jared Smith from West Plains. He come and bought uh, he bought over five hundred pounds of smorgasbord. Oh, wow! Mm-hmm. He plants a lot of. He said, "Alex, it's unbelievable the deer and turkeys on my farms since I started planting this." You know, then I turned my cattle on it and they eat it down. <laughs> the deer are still coming, so it's a good mixture for for cattle farmers too. So. It, it serves several different purposes. And when you were talking about the smorgasbord, you know, a lot of people are probably wondering what, you know, what all's in there. And, you know, just so we can elaborate a little bit on the few items that you had mentioned, but it, it also, you know, it has the radishes, the rape, the kale, rye, collards, oats, and it's got high tonnage uh, clover, which, like you had said, Redbone will definitely carry over into the fall time. Yeah. And now for like me, I've got uh, my four plots, two of them I plant in the uh, smorgasbord, but two of them, which are my newer ones, I'm uh, planting the uh, Buffalo Fall Mix, and the, the reason uh-huh. is is because it's got the high tonnage rye, uh, radishes, and uh, brassicas in it, but it, it, that gives you that extensive root system to take that fresh soil that has not been planted before because mm-hmm. it was woods in that, and uh, it, it breaks the soil down. So if you plant that for a couple years, it really gives you the nitrogen and that that you need in your soil uh, in the future. Yeah, so uh, you're you're prepping. I'm for prepping for years. right. I'm prepping for year three and beyond by putting the first two years or three years into uh, using the buffalo blend. So if you got a new field, make sure you're to help get your soil conditions right. Uh, Brad had recommended doing the buffalo fall blend because that's what it does. It, it gets your soil ready so that when you start planting the smorgasbord, which we love, um, it's it'll you'll have a chance. It'll you'll get better uh, tonnage out of it than what you would if you didn't prep your soil. Yeah, I, I tell you another thing that you're doing, you're also creating something different, a little different on your property. So you have a variety of foods there. Mm-hmm. You know, again, let me say this, and, and it's common sense. It's kind of like going to a restaurant. You, you get to choose different foods at a smorgasbord a restaurant, so they're going to have a different variety of foods on your property. And that helps you hold more wildlife, Wayne. Right. Uh, yeah, and guys, before we go to the break here, I just, I'd like to reiterate something that uh, – uh, we've had Brad who has talked about, and, and Brad joins us every year this time of the year, but something he's talked about in past years, and that is the Eagle Seed soybeans. Because 
they yep. sell different soybeans. Yes. They have soybeans for the farmers to raise, and then they have soybeans for wildlife. And it's a different soybean that has been uh, engineered uh, to not be resistant to deer, but to better recover when the deer eat the plants off. And which I and then some people you know want to put in soybeans. I want to put in soybeans. The deer love the soybeans, and and you know everybody to each their own. But the eagle seed soybeans, they actually have a soybean that is designed and engineered for food plots. Right. It's other a, than just putting the same soybeans that some farmer in Illinois is planting for crop. Right. It's a forage bean, so when the deer exactly. bite it. It actually will split off and create two more pod right, branches, two more pods. Exactly. as opposed to you know your regular soybeans. When the deer nip it, guess what? Done. That's why the edge of the the fields are always dead, and then right. it's higher in the center. These will uh, branch out and give you even higher tonnage in return. Yep. So you almost want the deer to nibble on it a little yeah, bit. A little bit. All right, ready to go to break? Back with more American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends in a minute. Accurate, deadly, dependable, Hornady ammunition. From a two-man operation in 1949 to a world-leading innovator of bullet, ammunition, reloading tool, and accessories design and manufacturer today. Hornady, each piece is hand-inspected to ensure consistency and quality. Ammunition engineered to perform flawlessly, simply put, the best. Hornady ammunition. Find Hornady Ammunition at a retailer near you and at Hornady.com. How many of you are tired of your batteries running out of energy, out of power? Let me tell you about Amped Outdoors. I've changed using the batteries I have had in the past. Amped Outdoors, I have the new 80 amp. 24 volt single battery weighs 46 pounds this thing has produced energy all day long tested for two days total use 11 hours cannot tell the batteries have even lost any energy go to amped outdoors if you want to be successful and not run out of power they ain't down we'll be waiting when they hit the ground big time coming it's what we do from a whipper wheel to an old house Buck Grits presents, welcome back to American Roots Outdoors, segment four of our show, part three, show three of Fruit Party. We've covered a lot of great subject matter here, talking about what to plant, uh, looking for the right soil, paying attention to your calendar. Uh, we just wanted to share our knowledge with you. Also, fertilizer, the right type of fertilizer to use, the right way to uh, blend it in. Uh, way to go back and maintain your food plots after the, the vegetation is coming up, the food source is coming up, top dressing it with fertilizer or liquid fertilizer. Uh, what we're going to talk about now is talk about once it starts coming up, your food plots, and you know, so they're doing really good as where to set cameras on these food plots. We can talk about that, but also want to talk about bug risk and bug risk. I feed year round on my property, so does Wayne. And I like to go into the strategic areas, travel routes, coming into these Eagle Seed food plots and set up a camera, four to five foot high, angle it down, 
a very slight angle to the ground, and I dump a 20-pound bag about six feet, start six feet away from the wise eye camera, data cam, and put in a single file about 15 feet away from the camera. And the purpose of doing that is, number one, for the food plots come up, you want to track deer that area, they can smell that bug wrist. They love it. It smells like cream of wheat, <laughs> doesn't it, Wayne? Sure does. So we set these cameras up. We put these feeding sites. We can take inventory of what deer's there. I've been feeding year-round. I already know what deer's coming and going. I'm paying attention to my cameras and collecting data right now from the cameras. It tells you the exact times they're coming in. It creates an algorithm for you and tells you the best time to be there. If you're going to be hunting early season, uh, I can take inventory on how many turkeys I got, predators, etc. by using these cameras year-round. But the purpose to put that buck that's out also is to get more new deer. They may smell it a quarter mile away, half a mile away, and come to that area. So that helps attract them to these food plot areas. Yeah. Uh, what do you like to do, Wayne? Well, me, I like to, and prime examples, when we first started using the buck grits, I think it was almost looking at two years ago now, the biggest thing I noticed is uh, when I put them in my uh, uh, feeder, I got the barrel feeder that I use, and uh, it took the pressure off of them hitting my food plot because they they walked right over my food plot, which was freshly coming up because I, you know, you plant it in August, September, but they would... They would bypass that, go to the buck grits, and then eat and then leave. So it kind of gave the uh, food plot a chance to kind of grow and get healthy before you stop the buck grits before the deer season starts, and then they start hitting the food plot. That's what I do in my place, and it seemed to work, you know, fantastic. Yeah, I think also, Alex, having having the wise eye cameras out there, uh, maybe your food plot is miles away from where you live. Uh, you can put that wise eye camera, and you can you can keep track of how your food plot is coming along just by snapping pictures and sending them to your phone with your wise eye camera. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can actually uh, take a picture whenever you want remotely from yourself, laptop, of your food plot. If you just want to take a picture randomly, you can do it. Yeah, and, and, you know, maybe maybe you live in, in, you know, town A and your, your food plot is 60 miles away. You know, maybe you've got a little hunting lease or something, and you want to see how it's doing. You don't want to have to drive an hour and a half all the way up there or whatever to go check it. And you really don't want to be going into that food plot anyway. Let the wise eye camera do that work for you. Right. So it's really kind of a twofold yeah. purpose. Monitor the deer and the turkeys and monitor the food plot. Sure. I want to say on this show, uh, if you're not doing anything the night of August the 10th, I believe it's a Thursday evening, Wayne Redbone and I will be at Hirsch Farm and Feed in West Plains, Missouri, talking about deer hunting. We're going to give away some prizes, uh, a bag of buck grits, a buck grits t-shirts, decals, and we'd love to see you all there. And we're going to run a special on buck grits here, 20-pound bags. I believe they ordered two pallets this time, guys. They got 160 bags of buck grits there for everybody. So we'll give away a bag of that and some of the buck rich shirts uh we'll also be there promoting wise eye cameras uh if so, anybody buys a wise eye camera we're gonna give them a wise eye t-shirt and decals so it's gonna be a great evening we're gonna be sharing our knowledge and talking hunting with everybody and hey we had a lot of people last year when we was there mm-hmm. that bought a lot of buck rich for bird seed didn't we wayne redbone 
Yeah, that's what a lot of people didn't realize when we were talking to them. You get uh, you know the ladies and that walking in, and they're like, "Oh, I, I don't hunt deer, or I you know I, I uh, only you know have birds and that that I feed and that." And we're like, "Okay, hold hold the floor right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here here's great an here's an advantage. This is great for feeding the birds, and it's a fraction of the cost that bird seed is. Yeah, and I and if you love songbirds, I put them in. I put them. I all I use in my feeders is buck grits, because if you love songbirds, they annihilate the. Um, the buckrits in your feeders. They love it. Right, what's that date again, Alex? The date is August the 10th. We'll be there from 5 o'clock p.m. to 7 o'clock p.m., only two hours that evening. They requested us to come back, uh, first farm and feed. They wanted to see us there. So they've ordered up on cameras, and they've ordered up on uh, buckrits, and we're expecting a great evening of fellowship and friendship there. Uh, who knows? We may cook hot dogs for everybody or something. We don't know. Right. So it's going to be a turkey talking deer and turkey hunting. And if you buy a wise eye camera, we're right there to walk you through on how to set it up, too. Exactly. And you get a free wise eye t shirt. Yep. If you buy, well, I think we'll make a deal. If anybody buys three bags or more Buck Rich, and I think it sells for twelve ninety nine a bag, we're going to give them a Buck Rich t shirt. How's that? Long sleeve shirt. You like that? That sounds, that sounds cool. I like that. Yep. That so sounds great. We plan on up and helping Hearst Farm and feed out and helping our cu- customers out and being more successful in the field. And I think the knowledge we've shared in these past three shows is going to help a lot of people, Redbone, Wayne. I would agree. And uh, we're going to continue a little bit in the bonus segment. And uh, we're about to the end of the radio show here. So, Wayne, tell us about the bonus segment. Yeah, just because the radio show here ends doesn't mean that the show is ending. To catch more of the show, just go to your favorite podcast carrier, type in American Roots Outdoors, click subscribe, like, whatever it asks you to do, follow, and you'll get notified every week when they're released. And you'll catch the bonus segment where we're going to expand even more on food plotting and seeds on the next upcoming segment here. If you missed any part of the radio show, first off, shame on you. But secondly, you can also tune in to the podcast because you'll hear the whole radio show from the beginning to the end, plus the bonus. Yeah, I want to say this. Uh, we got a special guest coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, how many of you watch Bassmasters? Savantes, I believe I'm saying that right, C-I-F-U-N-T-E-S, from Clinton, Arkansas, just won the Bassmasters Elite Series on Lake St. Clair, 91 pounds of smallmouth <laughs> in four days. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. So he's going to be on our show from Clinton, Arkansas. Proud of my Arkansas, brother. I want to say this. We're going to wrap it up. We are living in a world of division today. I encourage all of our listeners to follow the Bible. Stand by the Bible. You will be persecuted for standing for the Bible and against anything that's not of Christ. Stand firm. Hold your chest out. Stand high. If somebody's mouthing you over or something that's biblical, let them see Christ. Avoid confrontation if it includes leaving the situation. God bless you. Thank you for being a supporter of American Roots and all of our sponsors. And always remember, when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry. What the wind might do, American roots. 
Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Amped Outdoors presents American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Uh, Alex had to get off the phone there because his wise eyes were blown up and all of a sudden he... <laughs> He noticed that. He wanted uh, to look at pictures. Yeah, he he noticed that uh, two of his cameras weren't working, so he wanted to jump off and figure out what's going on. Uh, don't blame him. Nope, I don't blame him at all. all. So all. you want to get those, uh, make sure everything's working. And you know, speaking of that, I had two of mine go down last week, and I'm like, it makes no sense. I just put fresh, you know, the 12 volt battery on mm-hmm. it. Uh, this thing should last, you know, another six months. Uh, ends up I had a squirrel or a mouse or something chewed through the wire. Yep. And uh, so I took, uh, went, got the new wires put on, and this time I ran them through PVC pipe. Yeah, and I strapped the PVC pipe to the tree, so I'm hoping that alleviates my problem. It'll help. And uh, and 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 by the way, do I mention uh, you you mentioned at the beginning, amped outdoors. Mm -hmm. And folks, if you're not using those amp batteries, especially you guys that are running boats, and Alex talks about it all the time, these batteries are lasting. I'm not going to say forever. But in the context of what a normal marine battery and what these are lasting, it, it's almost forever. Well, yeah, he was always saying, you know, the last few times we've talked about it, that he's getting two days of fishing on one charge, where before exactly. he'd have to come back after the first day, recharge his battery. Yep. And he's getting better, uh, I'm not real familiar with boat terms, but miles per gallon, <laughs> uh, you know, because the batteries are a fraction of the weight yeah. of a, uh, a regular um, marine battery. Yeah, and Alex does river fishing. So, you know, when you're river fishing, you're using that battery power to run your trolling motor a whole lot more right. than, say, lake fishermen who can actually just drop an anchor or, or just float in one spot relatively for a long time right? without having to use the trolling motor. So, yeah. Big amped difference. outdoors, people. You need to go on go online. Just do a search for amped outdoors and check these things out. Yeah, that's and, and that's what he was really impressed about. Is not only you're running his trolling motors, but you know you're running the uh, fish finder. You're running your uh, all um, your all your optics. Uh, right, the optics, the the underwater cameras, and that all for one battery. And to get two days out of it, that was almost unheard of before. Yeah. So anyway, just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Yeah, and we had the uh, you know talked earlier in the show about uh, you know how to uh, look at what seat, you know, what your soil conditions are. If it's a new plot, old plot, what you want to plant for that plot. Um, we talked about putting buck grits in, you know, around to help protect, you know, your plot to keep mm-hmm. away from the, you know, mm-hmm. the new growth coming up in that. And help attract more deer into your area. Yep, exactly. And for states that, uh, because since we're hurting all across the country on the podcast, and, you know, since this is the bonus segment, if you're in a state where you can, uh, feed all year round, like uh, say Ohio, for instance. You mm-hmm. can feed all year round there, um, and you can feed during the hunting season and that. And you can hunt over bait. If you, I'm telling you right now, guys in Ohio and other states that you can hunt over bait. If you drop corn down or you drop buck grits down, watch which one they're going to hit first. Yep. It is like a magnet. It'll be the buck grits without a doubt. Without a doubt, every time. And that's and if you go to their website, you can you can see it demonstrated. Yep, and if you hunt an urban area, like I, I that was my big thing in Ohio was hunting the urban areas uh, right outside of Cleveland. There mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, I could get the homeowner to put the buck grits down for me, <laughs> and you know, she always, you know, when we when I first started like this one property I hunted uh, in the suburbs, 
when I first went there, I said, Hey, you know, do you have, I heard you had a deer problem, you know, talk to the police department and they first started this program. She's like, Oh yeah. I said, well, how bad is it? She goes, here, come on back here and take a look. So we walked around the back and all I did was a door knock. That's all it was. Right. And we walked around the back. She had, I kid you not 40 deer. And this is an acre and a half piece of property. She had 40 deer in her backyard, and wow. you could see their ribs, their pelvic bones, everything. Wasn't enough for them to eat? No, wasn't enough for them to eat. You could see all the way through the woods to the next road, or well, over there, street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can say street on that one. Right. <laughs> and uh, through the woods, because they've annihilated everything there. And um, me and my boys and that, after a few years of hunting and, you know, taking out about 40 deer out of there, uh, all of a sudden, the health of the herd was was great. Right. I mean, Better. they were you couldn't see the ribs anymore. The you couldn't see their pelvic bones anymore. She, even though she was not a hunter and she really didn't like it, she appreciated the fact of by thinning the herd out what it did. And uh, man, if I had buck grits back then, oh. and tell oh, I can't imagine how fat those deer would be. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, the buck grits, good stuff. And 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 do check with your local game laws to make sure it's okay to feed deer right where, where you are and not just during hunting season but anytime because there are some areas where they don't allow especially around cwd cwd, CWD yeah. zones yep. they don't allow feeding at all right so you do need to uh, make sure because it's not an attractant it is a feed. it is a feed so you can't just chop it out there and, and the game warden is not going to believe that you're just giving it to the squirrels. No. You know, that's <laughs> all oh, this is for the squirrel and birds. No, yeah, it's not. No, no, no they're not going to believe doesn't, that. Doesn't work that way. All right. So, uh, yeah, food plotting, food plotting, food plotting is what, you know, we, we kind of been the focus there. And, uh, and folks, I really suggest uh, that you go to uh, eagleseed.com, go to their website and look at the different blends because they've got a whole section just on, just on food plots. Go to the website. You can pick, you know, the smorgasbord's right at the top of the list. And, you know, Alex said during this week's radio show, and and uh, Brad said last week, smorgasbord, number one seller for food plotters. Uh, but they've got they've got other options. And, you know, it's, it's all up to you as to what you want to put right. and what you're trying to accomplish. And then you can actually call them on the phone and say, here's what I want to accomplish. What's the best for me? And they've got people to help you, yeah. give you some advice. And if you go and if you when you click on their on the different items that they sell, what's nice is they they tell you it's not just oh here's what it contains period you're and, you know go to the next one it tells you here's what it contains here's the tonnage you can get out of it here's mm-hmm. how many acres it will cover right. and here's why you should plant it so gotcha. like I said the Buffalo Fall Blend number one reason that that puts on there is for soil enhancement for you know new soil mm-hmm. and for erosion. Um, it, then you look at the smorgasbord and that's for established soil already, right. uh, good ground. And, uh, again, you're talking what, eight, nine different, uh, plants that are in there. Yeah. Uh, so you get a, a whole, that's hence the, the and, word and, and, and what works better in shallow rocky soil, yep. like we have in the Ozark mountains or what works best in, in lush fields, like in the Delta or, you know, the flatlands where there aren't so many rocks. So, right. And, and they have those. They have those things targeted and all taken into account when you purchase that food plot product. Right. And like you said, if you have any They've questions. They've done a lot of work for you. Yeah. And if you have any questions, a phone call to them, they will answer anything you have and guide you through everything. That's the best thing. And we're going to go, I'm going to go back to one statement that we made at the very beginning in, in episode one. If you haven't done it already, it's not too late because it's a quick turnaround. 
but get a soil sample. I can't stress enough how important that is yeah. uh, because if you don't do it, again, you have a good chance of wasting your money putting stuff down. And if you ain't got the right nitrogen in there, if you ain't got the right pH balance, right. your seed ain't going to grow. No. So all you did was just waste $70 a bag. Yeah. Got to have that right pH balance. Yep. It, it's just science. Exactly. Follow the science. <laughs> oh, no. Don't get That's don't a get, term you haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not get started on that one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, if you want to tune into our political show, just go to the next. <laughs> but, no politics. Yeah, no politics. yeah, that's we're staying out of that one. Uh, but hey, everybody, thanks a lot for joining us on American Roots Outdoors. We hope you enjoyed this show. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to leave, head over to our Facebook page, American Roots Outdoors Podcast uh, group there, and uh, you know, feel free to give us some suggestions for some upcoming shows. We're always open to some suggestions or a guest you may want to hear. Uh, leave it there, and then you can also check out our website at www.americanrootsoutdoors.com. And, you know, our show is usually pretty seasonal, and there's a whole archive of, of programs, and maybe, you know, there's something that happens in the fall or, or something in the spring or summer, you know, particular times of the year. You can actually go back and search by date and and hear shows about that, you know, whether it be deer hunting, turkey hunting. Yep. Or, or, you know, whatever the case may be, because we're, we're pretty seasonal with the show. Right. And I'm actually glad you brought that up, because guess what this show is? Episode 200 for us. On the podcast. On really? the podcast. Yep. Wow. 200 podcasts. 200 podcasts. Man. Down already. Can't wow. wait for the next 2,000. <laughs> I'll be an old man Just by then. Shoot for 300 first. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll be an old man. Uh, wrap it up, Wayne. All right. Well, like we say here at American Roots, when your roots run deep and strong, with Eagle Seed, there's no reason to fear the wind. Sitting still till it's time to shoot American roots. Take it to a holler. Take it to a field. Across the curve.